It's Friday. It's Treadmill Talks with me, Matt. It's me, Jay. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to episode five, Treadmill Talks. Um, this week, we're going to give you a big blast of motivation. It's going to be, this is going to go down in the history books as the tough love episode. Um, something we've been talking about offline. Um, and we want to deliver a bit of a hard-hitting message sent with love, but in the nicest possible way to stop any kind of procrastination, to stop any kind of excuse making and anything that is preventing you from moving forward both in the gym, because um, that's always our focus, but outside of the gym and in other walks of life as well. Isn't that right? I think it's a good time this time of year as well, coming into December, People are starting to slow down, people are on the wind down, the old duvet and Jaffa cakes coming out. And I just think it's a really good time of year if we can just give you that little bit of a boost right before the Christmas season starts as well. Um, then it would be really good to sort of get you motivated so that when you do come to the new year, it's not a case of new year, new me, because you're already on that train and you're already smashing your goals. Yeah, I think um, this is something I've thought a lot about like when trying to motivate clients. I think some people respond well to the kind of arm round the shoulder, you can do it, let's keep going, you're doing really well, you've come a long way, and nothing wrong with that at all, love that approach. I think for other people, and I would massively include myself in this, I like a, almost like a fear of loss type, don't leave, don't live with any regrets type mentality and that really needs to be a bit more stirring a little bit more hard hitting um to kind of motivate um and make you think a little bit deeper um what are your thoughts it's an easy like, it's a phrase that people ban ban all the time no regrets and like you know you've got to do it for yourself and like sort of that. but i really think it's important to have a reason like a real reason sort of gets you out of bed in the morning something that makes you want to do what you want to do i think you said earlier about um, making sure that you've got a real point. Yeah. Sorry, I was gesturing at you to speak a little bit closer to the mic, oh. not that it was my turn to talk. <laughs> the, um, what was the quote that you said earlier? The quote I love is, um, what you don't hate, you will eventually tolerate. So, which is not my quote. I don't know where it originates from. None of these are my quotes, actually, on these episodes. <laughs> 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 Although, um, but no, I love that because it's, it's kind of... As humans, we rationalise very, very easily. And there's no getting away from... We have biological inclinations to minimise time and effort at all times. So your brain is not really interested in getting lean to the body fat percentage that you want to having visible abdominal muscles, to pulling a crazy deadlift more than what you would naturally be able to do without any training. Not interested in the slightest. It would much rather just protect you, keep you warm, and try and somehow get your genes in the next generation. So if you want to do these things, then you have to kind of realize that that is the case, um, that you're never really gonna naturally want to push hard in the gym and strive for more 
on a fundamental biological level, it will be more your mind that needs to override that. So it will be your own personal goals and your own personal strategy and learning how your mind works so that you can control it versus it controlling you to make progress with those things. They're not going to kind of happen by accident. So with that quote, I think what it's essentially saying is if you don't hate the fact that you're not sub 15% body fat, as an example, then you will just rationalise and rationalise and rationalise and one day will become the next week, will become the next month, become the next it's year. It's easy to sell, isn't it? Yeah, and you just won't ever tip the motivational seesaw to the point where you actually a- aggressively act on it appropriately enough to make it happen. You have to be able to almost come back from getting up in the morning and saying, I need to look at what I'm going to achieve today and set yourself bite-sized targets to then go out and do it. Because if you are happy to just settle, like you say, time will fly so quickly. Um, and on the flip side of that as well, when you are working towards your goals, time, I find, doesn't go as quick. Yeah. It, it actually goes slower, I think, because you people always chase that end result. And they think... And that's why we give up too soon, because we want that instant gratification of what you've achieved or what you can achieve. But if you don't achieve it instantly we stop. Whereas if we're just grinded for a little bit longer, you, you, you're forever getting closer to that goal. And people, I think, need to realise that. Yeah, I think a lot of it is rooted in the fact that most successful people are willing to forego instant gratification for longer-term success. It's a there's, process, isn't it? Yeah, well. there's that famous experiment, I think it's called the marshmallow experiment, where they give kids a marshmallow and they can either eat it or they can wait until the bell rings. And if they wait till the bell rings, then they'll get two marshmallows. And it sounds really kind of strange, but they studied it and extrapolated it out over a number of years, turned it into a full book. We just kept kids sat there for years. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the spell. <laughs> yeah, literally starving, just staring at a marshmallow. No, but like, <laughs> the study kind of concluded that they went on and looked at them in later life and the ones that were able to refrain from just eating it upon sight had much less chance of having criminal records, much um, better, yeah, better income. They actually looked at it over decades. It's it's a really famous study, and it's it's a book as well, I've read. Imagine being known Um, as the marshmallow kid. (laughs) Like the scientist just knocking on your door when you're 14, your your new wife's like, (laughs) the new bit's like, there's someone in a white coat at the door. All right, I'll go see what it is. You answer the door. This guy's like, oh, hello, Charlie. Yeah. I'm just here to speak to you about that marshmallow. 26 years ago, you ate a marshmallow. We just want to find out how things are going. He's like, not great to be Although honest. Charlie's not here. He's in the penitentiary. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> no further questions. Um, yeah, so I think that's, that's the thing. So it's like, you know, when you're in the gym and you're thinking about, do I do an extra set? Do I fight out the next couple of reps? You kind of you have to think to yourself, you know, Yes, because at some point I'm going to be ill and not be able to train in the gym for a bit. At some point I might be injured and not be able to train in the gym for a bit. At some point I'm going to be on holiday, X, Y, Z. And I'm not. So got, you've got to make the time count like, and really get almost like aggressively protective over your workouts somewhat. Because um, you, know, if, you will just quite simply run out of time. I think if you're going to try 
and do anything aesthetically pleasing with your physique, you've got a, almost like a window of time before you age to a certain degree that you can maximise your potential. Yeah. And you really want to... And that doesn't mean you can't get in shape when you get to 40, 50, 60 no, at all, because people harder. do. It does get harder, and you, and you want to try and build a base where possible. And lean muscle is an incredibly valuable asset, so you want to do everything you can at the time... So that's where we're going with this, a bit of a kick. Mm. One of my favourite phrases, I know you love a phrase, one of my favourite, uh, it's not, not a phrase, phrase, it's more of a story, is a, um, I can't remember what rank he was, but he's in the US Army and he's delivering this speech, and I think you've probably heard it before, and he says, if you want to be successful at all, then start every day by making your bed. Have you heard this? Yeah, I'll carry on, but I've noticed. So just he a- says... He basically says, start every day by making your bed. And the reason for that is when you get up, you make your bed and you leave the house and you have your day. If you have a successful day, then great. If you have a rubbish day, then at least one of two things has happened. You started off the day and you achieved something because you made your bed. Or, worst case scenario, if you have had a shit day, you're going back to a made bed. <laughs> like, and it's so true. Like, it's almost yeah. like, have that mentality from the minute you wake up, like, I'm going to have a good day, I'm going to have a successful day today and start it by making your bed and as daft as it sounds it works yeah I think there's one thing I'm trying to cultivate at the moment is like a powerful morning routine so do a few things in the morning that I don't necessarily want to do which help build willpower so one of them might be some form of aggressive cardio when I get in the gym another one could be like a cold shower something like that maybe not try and look at the phone straight away and try and do something that sets your brain up on a different tangent mm-hmm. that kind of just gets you thinking a little bit differently that kind of builds that willpower um, that you can then harness and that grows over time. It goes back to that routine, doesn't it? It's all too easy to get into a routine of mundane, accepting daily life, strolling along. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think if you're if each day is just almost like Groundhog Day, then... You know, the, the time, I know I always say this, but the time just absolutely flies. Like, we're a couple of weeks away from 2020 now. And it's like, where's that gone? Mm. And you almost want to... Oh, we were talking earlier about the Gary V, the old people's home. About, um, oh, yeah, so they... He went to an old people's home, and it's quite, it's quite hard-hitting, really, the way that he, he went to go and speak to these people in, in this home various homes and the one common thread the one common theme between every single one of those people that he spoke to was quite simply um i wish i i could have i should have and if you're ever sat there thinking i wish i'd done that i could have done that and you're listening to this podcast and you've probably still got time to do it as as hard-hitting as that sounds you need to just get up and do it. it a lot of it boils down to how much do you want it are you going to sit there in 40, 50, 60, maybe 70 years' time and, and sit there and think, oh, do you know what, I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd looked after myself. I wish I'd got down the gym just two, three, four times a week. I wish I'd had a better diet. If that is what you're thinking now, then kick yourself and get it sorted. Yeah, don't wait for a leverage point of something going wrong to act, you know, like a... A doctor, touch wood, won't happen, but 
informing you of a ill health complaint or something and use that as the catalyst to change behavior try and do it now because you know regret is really poisonous um there's that there's a psychological um kind of principle i've forgotten the guy's name some guy's name where you kind of go forward in time and you think okay if i don't change anything or i continue on my current curve of where i'm going based on my daily habitual behavior where am I in five years, 10 years? What does that look like? And then almost really sit into what that looks like in five years' time if you maintain mm. the current habits. Picture yourself there, almost try and embody yourself five years older on the current trend. And then think how that feels, really kind of get into your body and like feel the sensations of what's that like? What are, How are people treating me? How do I see the world? How do I feel about myself? And then kind of almost like emotionally anchor that and then pull it back to today and be like, I'm mm. not there. I can, I'm actually got some choices here where I can make a move and it doesn't have to go in that direction. It can go completely in a much more positive direction than that and I'm in charge of that and it starts today yeah it almost flips it doesn't it about because a lot of time we're, we're quick to say where do you want to be in 15 20 years or whatever and, and you sort of picture this fantastic physique you know a great lifestyle and all that sort of stuff but it's almost flipping it around and, and saying actually if you continue as you are where are you going to actually be like the reality of that can be quite scary I think if you certainly when I was not care in the world for my health or my fitness then um if i if i'd wrote down in fact i did on one occasion actually if i wrote down every day for a week what i was eating back then and my activities as well and then somehow i could put that into something to show me what that would have in terms of effect on me in 10 years 20 years time that would have been enough that would have shocked me that would have, there wouldn't needed to have been any other reason. That that would have been enough in itself to look at that and go, that's not what I want. That's not the lifestyle I want. And I think sometimes that is what you've just said is actually really useful for people because that's sometimes what people need to do. Almost they need to write down, this is my life at the minute. Not just your goals and your aspirations, but your diet, how active you are. And actually, if you continue to go like that, where are you going to end up? Yeah, I think it is hard-hitting because I think a lot of our... Well, we know that most of our our thoughts are completely autopilot. We think we're in control of our thoughts day-to-day, but we're really not. Mm. We're probably the similarity percentage-wise of thoughts today versus yesterday versus the day before are probably something like 80 to 90% the same in terms of the way you see the world the um, kind of thoughts that are travelling through you, the limiting beliefs that you've got, Mm. that kind of thing. So it's easy to sleepwalk into not a particularly good place. And I've been massively guilty of this in the past, where you're just thinking day to day about trying to cope through life and almost trying to escape certain thoughts when really you you want to be thriving. You want to be thinking, you know... What, what am I building here? I'm going forward, writing goals down, hitting goals, doing this, moving forward, building. And if you're, not, if you're in that coping phase, it's almost like you're just trying to firefight and you're just trying to escape the 
headspace that you're in all the time because you don't really want to be there. You don't like where you are as the default. So that's when things like substance abuse, without going too deep with it, but addictions and that kind of thing kind of come in because they numb mm. the pain of the default being largely about inaction and about escapism. And that seems like a less of two evils versus the norm. So if I can go and do drugs, gamble, you know, whatever, take myself away from where I'm at. Yeah, so... There's an element, I think, of procrastination as well, do you know what I mean? Like, people put things off for one reason or another, but 90% of the time, if we're honest, it's probably just because people can't be bothered. And so, prime example... Or fear. Or fear, yeah. The example I use, so I was guilty of this a couple of weeks back. So my insurance, right? This is so ridiculous as an example, but it's so relevant. My insurance was due for renewal about a month ago, right? On my car. And I got the reminder email, come for about two weeks before it's due. And I thought, oh, I can't be bothered to call and try and haggle that down. I'll, I'll wait, I'll wait, I'll wait. And then I saw the email again the next day and I thought, oh, right, I'll do that tomorrow. And I just thought, I can't be bothered to do it today. I've got other things going on. I've got other problems. I've got to get to the gym. I've got to record a podcast from that. I've got to do this, do that, go and see this person. I can't be bothered, I'll do it tomorrow. Then I saw it again the next day and I was like, do you know what, this is getting on my nerves. I'll set myself a reminder and I'll sort it out the next day. Set myself a reminder, did I do it? No, I just snoozed a reminder. And I'm not joking you, this went on for probably about two weeks. To the point where I was just sat there one afternoon, I was actually in a Costa, and I went, I wonder how much time I've spent putting this off. How many times have I, how, how long, in terms of actual minutes, have I spent going, you know, I'll, I'll do that tomorrow. And if it was just a minute every day for two weeks, that's 14 minutes. Which is probably three times what the call would have been to quit. Exactly program. my point, right? <laughs> get the premium down. So this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's that, that element of procrastination. Sometimes to get the reward or to get rid of a problem, face up to it, just get it done, just pick yourself up. And that, do you see what I mean? As in like the car yeah. insurance is almost not relevant to this uh, topic or, or anything like that. But the fundamental um, thought process behind it is the same. It's if, you, if you're thinking, oh yeah, I'll go to the gym tomorrow. I'll go to the gym tomorrow, I'll go to the gym tomorrow. Then actually, by the time you worry about going to the gym or you get over that fear of going to the gym or you can't be bothered to go to the gym, if you actually just got up and got it done, you'd achieve your goals a hell of a lot quicker and probably in less time than you spent worrying about it or putting yourself in such bad nick. Yeah, it's so true. Transferable, right? Yeah, no, and it's, I guess it's like, the another analogy would be like telling little white lies. Oh, I don't really want to own up to that at this point so I'll send a little white yeah. lie out or I'll just tell a half truth and then you tell ten of those and get kind of the negative emotions off of the ten that you've told whereas if you'd have just had the slightly more awkward or uncomfortable conversation up front then that would have probably stamped out the need for any mm. deceit or you know, lying-based behaviour then would have been... Yeah, and then... And that's the thing, I think it's... When it comes to gym, you've got to try and... You've got to try and chunk it down and, and see what it is and stay one step ahead of your brain. I think that's where, you know, if you set your alarm for a time that's uncomfortable to get up in the morning. Mm. But so cold showers is another one. 
Um, some people like meditation and things like that to focus the mind, which I'm a big advocate of. Um, that kind of thing. Really pushing yourself in the gym, hit training, weight training to failure, that kind of thing. Doing these kind of things builds up like almost like a willpower muscle it's, that then translates into other areas of your life, I think. It's almost the, the, simple, the simple version of that is quite simply do the things you know you should be doing in a nutshell, isn't it? It's if you know you should be doing this or if you know that it is good for you, then do it. What is your reason for not? Like, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. It, what have you got to lose? That, the bottom line out of all of this is what, what is there to lose and why, why are you not doing it? Ask yourself that question. And unless the answer is your life, then you should be doing it. There's that meme that goes around, is that do something today that your future self will thank you for. Yeah, I, love I think that. that's, I love a, that. that's appropriate because yeah, that doesn't yeah. necessarily mean do something awkward or uncomfortable today, but it means do something that you're kind of banking that you won't see a reward from yeah. today, but through the totting up process and accumulation over time, it will positively impact you further down the line. Yeah. I think that's what we going back to what we said about the marshmallows, is. Um, you know, it's about delaying that gratification and trying to think about where people go wrong is how can I feel good now? Mm. How can I feel good in the moment? And feel good in the moment is mind-numbing telly and confectionery and blankets this time of year, listening to the raindrops on the window versus... It goes back to that episode with Deborah, doesn't it? About yeah. the whole... Um, I can't what she called it, but the... Uh, the feeling your what's it called not uh, endorphins yeah in the head like feeling endorphins mate it's a feel good factor isn't it like yeah. you just want to sit there comfort blanket warmth like you say sweets Cadbury's <laughs> discount snowballs <laughs> Every, I've got to get that in there I can't <laughs> I saw them in the shop actually <laughs> right so this is definitely this is an exclusive they're currently released they are out Cadbury's discount snowballs are available. I'm only eating high carbs on Saturdays and occasionally Wednesdays. He so I don't want to hear about that. did send me a picture of them, though. So when we do the Christmas special episodes, we'll no doubt be yeah, secretly well, smashing packets off. <laughs> we might have a bit of festive confectionery to part with the Christmas <laughs> podcast. That's another story. Uh, um, yeah, but this, we just want you to galvanise. We want you to think about it and think about the idea that you won't get in good shape by accident. Let's say the common denominator is failure in life generally unless you find the way to motivate yourself to go against your biological urges and you really need to sort of go deep with yourself as to mm. what that means because if you're just going to like I say feel good at any like we this is slightly controversial but we saw a homeless person when we were walking in here mm. today and absolutely support Basingstoke homeless and that kind of thing and we were thinking, how do you get to that level? And there's probably, it's, I don't mean to be controversial here, there's probably several different reasons which could be outside of our control. So it, I should probably stop this thread there. But the more of the analogy is just how quickly life can deteriorate if you don't think about planning for the future and you just go with what's easy what's easy what's easy what's easy a, a yeah. extreme version of someone that does that is say for example a heroin addict who just wants to feel just get the next fit exceptional now and as opposed to thinking about building something over time what's going to be more sustainable what's going to be more fulfilling um 
you know, I know a few people that don't go to the gym. And this is another, again, being offensive here, we might have to cut this bit out. But <laughs> I always say there's only one thing worse. It's the uncut edit. <laughs> this is after the watershed when we release this one. <laughs> there's only one thing worse than someone that doesn't go to the gym, and that's someone that doesn't go to the gym but thinks the joke is on everyone that does. Mm. Is just, it's like, look at me conserving all this energy here. <laughs> These pathetic people out there yeah, wasting yeah, yeah. all their energy. Look, I'm minimising my... God, I can't... Why would do I want to get my heart rate up? And it's like, you're missing the point. The yeah, you're missing a trick. It's like what you, get, what you give, you get back tenfold. Yeah. So if you're coming at it, you're completely lost at sea. It's you're in a completely different paradigm of thought of where you should be. If you're not... You want to flip that on your head and think, how hard can I work? Because then my results will be exponential. I will get aesthetic gains energy gains and you do as well like, yeah. I definitely feel more energetic endorphins like, like feel good happy yeah, yeah neurotransmitters in the brain happy like reward hormones serotonin dopamine etc mm. you know as opposed to just oh it doesn't feel good to run so I'm not going to run what a waste of time and it gets easier I get no hate on non-gym goers but you do, we're just trying to be a little bit thought provoking and a bit stirring in the choice of language yeah I think I um, love the phrase as well, and I think it's, it is cliche, but we'll chuck it in there. The, and you've probably seen it as well, people plaster it over egg and all sorts. The um, nothing ever great came from a comfort zone. Yeah. And that is true as well. Like, if we, if you just plod along, you, you ride that coach and you, you end up in, like you said before, a very dangerous position of just not achieving anything. And actually, you're, you are better than that as well. You deserve better than that. Your body deserves better than that. You are, with no doubt, either sat there already achieving your goals, and that's great. But if at any point you're sat there and you are listening to this, and there's that 1% of you sat on the train, sat at home, walking on the treadmill now, and you're sat there and you're thinking, actually, do you know what? I've got, I've got that extra 10% that I could probably give. Then do it why aren't you like you've got so much more potential I don't understand why you wouldn't to try and A better yourself and B make your life more wholesome and more enjoyable yeah I totally agree I think you've got I think the key is to because sometimes people will know that they should do it but the should is just kind of like meh you know it's kind of like yeah, no, I, I, I could I could do it, but will I really, based on my current thought patterns and where I'm at, you know, with my intrinsic motivation, yeah, I could, but will I? The answer's probably no, and I just think a good way around that is to go forward into the future and think, are you going to be the kind of person that is frustrated by regret? Because I know I am massively. Yeah. I just know I will be. So if I don't try and do, at least try and do certain things it's not going to sit well with the 50-year-old me at yeah. all, regardless of how, they earn, of how well they turn out. You know, generally say in life, you only really regret the things you don't do anyway. And I just know for a fact that I, it's not the fact that I didn't try and play to... I played to not lose, essentially, as opposed to play mm -hmm. to win, is just going to grate at me. And I don't want to be that 50-year-old sort of handsome silver fox <laughs> type... <laughs> Still, still, hopefully, quite lean. Um, that's just there, 
you know, thinking, what if, what if, what if. You almost want to avoid that cycle as well, don't you? Like the, you know you should go, so you sign up to a gym or whatever, or start a fitness programme, and then there's that fear of, well, I shouldn't go because of X, Y, and Z, or the I can't be bothered attitude, or that I'm struggling for motivation. Then people almost perceive you like that as well, and you almost live to other people's perceptions, so you fall into a, not a category as such, but you fall into a, an ideal perception of someone who should go to the gym but doesn't kind of thing. And then you live that lifestyle. You come home, watch EastEnders, eat Cadbury Snowballs, do you know what I mean? And then you end up in that vicious cycle of nine to five and you come home in the evening and because no one is expecting you to do well or expecting you to perform, you think, well, can't be bothered, so I'm not going to bother tonight. And it's breaking that cycle, I think, and actually going... No, actually, this is what I need to do because I want to do it and this is why I'm going to do it. But I think if you do start to make a move, you can get into an upward spiral quite quickly. Because if, oh, you, start, sure, yeah. if you say to yourself, I'm going to set my alarm 40 minutes earlier than I'm comfortable with and I'm going to do three lots of morning cardio next week when I've only done three morning cardio sessions in the last six months, I'm going to do three next week. Mm. If you actually do that, you will walk so much taller you'll be so much more almost self-assured maybe not the right word but you'll be you'll feel like you've made a promise to yourself that you've kept which will then boost your self-esteem yeah. which will then kind of boost your posture and your body language in the way and then you can then that sort of self-perpetuates in a loop that goes forward yeah, that just adds does. and adds and adds which means the next thing you know you're you feeling things are happening for you because you are feeling better and you are looking better and the changes so it carries start on. to come and things like that and I don't want to scare anyone off but actually it becomes addictive as well oh for sure like the days that I can't get to the gym or I can't do any sort of activity I do sit there and almost get itchy like I need to like even if it's just go out for a half an hour walk like steady state like I need to do something because I'm just sat there thinking well I can't go to bed and not do anything and that's not an obsession that is just I've, it's become so ingrained and I'm so in tune with, right, I need to keep my body active. If I literally don't do anything all day, like, it would drive me insane. I don't, I'd, honestly, I don't know how people do it where they just sit, like, on a Sunday. Like, I know people that sit there and, and there's nothing wrong, if this is your life and it doesn't interest you, and fine, but, but I know people that sit there, they get up in the morning, they get up on a Sunday, they get in their dressing gown and they sit there on the sofa all day. Like, that is it. And then they might order a takeaway and the only time they get up is to go to the door to collect the dominoes and then they sit back down and before you know it, it's 10 o'clock at night and then they go to bed that frightens the hell out like, I don't know like, yeah, how do you do that that it's like a day in your life it's like go outside <laughs> <laughs> I could not do it yeah it's it's a day in your life that you just won't get back and if you just and that's the other thing it's such a waste of time like how I just think right when you're sat up there like say there's such thing as God yeah not that I have any beliefs in that at all Imagine this though, right? You get, you get there, top of the escalators into the clouds, and he's like, right, so um, 27th November 2019, you did absolutely sweet FA, you sat on the sofa all day. How are you going to justify the life that I gave you for that day? What, what would you say to him? Oh, well, my lord, um, just felt like a bit of a lazy day. Well, I only gave you 80 years. Like, the planet's been around for quite a lot longer. Yeah. And you've, like, done fuck You chose all. one of them to like, literally quite mean? simply like, be in the fetal Go position. and do something proper. Yeah. Motivate it's, yourself. Yeah, go I mean, you want to, like... You always want to think, like, do you know, you, you, you think you're going to live forever or something? You know, you're just not. That's the mentality. People yeah. think they will. People think they People like, think that life... Yeah, you can just trudge through life and you will live forever. And it's just not the case. You know, that like each day that goes by, you just can't get back. 
Um, we're dying every day. Like that's like, yeah. That is ruthless, and I know it. The body is we are, deca- we are decaying every day. every day. The body is breaking down day by day as you age. You know, weight training, ironically, is probably one of the most one of the most appropriate things you can do to try and halt the aging clock slash reverse it, which is obviously impossible. But you, yeah, essentially, we are just deteriorating. And it's how do you want to maximise that? How mm. do you want to make use of that time versus let it just sort of wash over you? Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, hopefully we've not been too offensive. I think the idea is we're just trying to be a little bit stirring. I think, yeah, I think in some ways, if you, if you maybe pick one or two sound bites out of this episode that kind of gee you up or nudge you to do something that you maybe wouldn't have done before, then we've kind of achieved something with it. So zero offence meant we're not coming at it from a moral high ground point of view of we've got the perfect lives and you haven't in any way, shape or form at all. It's just more, I know I've heard things in the past of that I've thought, God, yeah, that is so me. Mm. Oh, that's really relevant. And Christ, that is so true. And then it kind of almost plays like a soundbite over and over again. And then you just kind of collect those and that can sometimes change the course of where you're yeah, going, yeah, yeah. just subtly moves you. And that is the the idea behind listening to stuff like this, to, to fill your brain with the right kind of things that will help change the environment that you're in. Forces that reflection, doesn't it? Yeah. That inner reflection to, like you say, then like gives you that little clip. You, you might have listened to the whole episode and like 12 seconds of it is actually the only bit that will stay with you. Yeah, and, and in many ways that's worth forever. it. Yeah, that's, that's worth it if it's, if it's things you haven't heard before. Cool, so should we do some look forward to? So we've got coming up some big things, haven't we? Yes. So um, within the next month, um, we've got two lots of special guests. Yeah. One to be released soon. Confirmed. One to be announced. Confirmed special guests. Um, and we've got the YouTube channel coming as well. Yeah. So we're going to get a panel onto the YouTube channel for the first episode. It's going to be yeah. a big, big episode. Big sort of semi-controversial um, topic that we're going to be talking about, yeah. um, which is going to be a filmed um, podcast. So you'll be able to see us as rather than just listen to our dolls. So I think the idea is whenever, when the YouTube goes live, that's going to be a case of we're going to record the podcast at the same time as the YouTube so yeah. that you can watch it or you can listen to it. I mean, or hey, do both. Yeah, do both. Like, just get two phones. <laughs> just watch it and listen to it. Yeah, why not? Um, but yeah. Awesome. All right, well, um, see you time next week. <laughs>you have been listening to Treble Talks with me and Matt. You can find us on Instagram at JD Fitness Official and at Matt Cowell PT. Give the podcast a follow. New episodes releasing every Friday.